0: On the Couch, with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 33, for the 15th of February, 2007.
1: Hi James. Hi Ian, how's it going?
0: I'm well, and we're on on the couch for the
1: 33rd time. <laughs> it's amazing, <isn't> it? 33 <laughs> times on the same couch. And it still feels
0: comfortable. <laughs> brilliant. Um, what are we talking about today? Well, technology, entertainment news, but uh, what's happening in the UK, what's happening around the world, content delivery, IPTV, mobile, gaming, and... Other stuff. Other stuff.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. Well, um, I guess, logically speaking, we'll talk about the UK first, and uh, of course, as it's not really an Antipodean thing, I'll be talking about that today. So, a um, bit of news here about... Um, the free-to-air platform in the UK called Freeview uses the DVB-T standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, it's all standard definition at the moment. There were some trials that the BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation, did uh, last year. I think they're, they're off air now. Um, but basically, a lot of broadcasters and manufacturers have been lobbying the, the government in the UK to try and push for the deployment of TV on mm-hmm. the Freeview platform. And... Um, Basically, mm-hmm. that's what they want. They want some spectrum allocated for it, but there's no room at the moment. That's the problem. Right. So they um, don't want to wait
0: till 2012. When...
1: <clears throat> that's the plan. They 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 want to then. There'll be plenty of room, but they want to try and do it beforehand. But that's very difficult without switching off some other channels. And there's mm-hmm. quite a lot of gambling and shopping and things like that kind of channels and mm-hmm. itinerant channels. So I guess there would be maybe room, but um, basically, Ofcom, who's the regulator here, um, definitely wants to make sure that HD is, is ready. Mm-hmm. But it, clearly, if they, do, if they wait till 2012. Mm-hmm. then the satellite and the cable guys will clean up and there yep. won't be anything left, I suppose.
0: Well, I reckon they should make a gutsy decision and, to get a, and just, just make the decision to go with MPEG-4 for HD rather than MPEG-2 because it just takes up so much bandwidth. Still and not going to solve
1: much of the problem. There's still not going to be enough space. True, That's, but at, uh, y- at least, at least, at least you're going
0: to need you know, 9 megabits as yeah, opposed to 18 yeah. megabits. It would be
1: interesting to ask you know, the, other, the channels now how much content they actually have in HD as well. Because you're only going to end up with just non-stop repeats of Sopranos or you know, US content, which is in HD. I wonder how much UK content is now shot natively in HD. Because if it's not native HD, you know, it's just going to be. But
0: most of the stuff that comes out of you know, like Discovery or BBC is all in shot natively native- in HD these days yeah. because people yeah. want to future-proof it for.
1: But what about ITV Channel Four and Channel Five? Who knows? Eh? I guess they're all looking to do that. So um, yeah,
0: I'd be very surprised if they don't. If they <coughs> if they haven't, haven't actually started, they would definitely be it on there.
1: Mm.
0: on their roadmap okie dokie
1: well I mean that's interesting I I, uh, it will be some time before that happens but there's certainly a lot of room for there's lots of um, other programs which they could probably take off but they're paying money for it so who knows so um, last week we talked a little bit about how you, you were going to read this massive tome on Indonesia what have mm. you picked up and gleaned from the Indonesian market which I, I know it's a big archipelago don't try and spell that at home <laughs> um Lots of islands. It's north Uh, of Australia. It's the world's... I think it's like the third or fourth most populous country or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, So this is an article about the uh, report, actually, about the status of pay television in Indonesia. And Indonesia is an interesting case. Um, Like a lot of developing nations, Mm -hmm. um, it has a lot of potential for growth. And the difficulty, of course, is... um, Money. Money. (laughs) Fundamentally, that's what it comes down to. They also have some... uh, some extra challenges about, the, you know, the fact that um, uh, it's it's about a thousand islands yeah. kicking around in the middle of nowhere, um, so it's very difficult to get, even to get satellite coverage because there's not much else you can kind of cover at the same time to uh, defray your costs. And it
1: rains a lot, which tends to knock out all the exactly. um, the KU band
0: transmissions, which are most pop- popular for those high-power satellite stuff. Exactly. So they do have some cable and satellite pay TV operations there, um, and again... Uh, you know, distributing cable is still, you know, a difficult thing to do uh, in a tropical environment. It's Lots of flooding. I've spent hard.
1: quite a bit of time over there, actually, and, yeah, it's pretty floody and horrible every year. You know, you get sort of wasty floods, in the, even in Jakarta, a place like that, in the yes. capital. So. Mm.
0: <coughs> mm. so they have the other challenge for pay TV operators uh, in Indonesia is there's about 11 free-to-air channels at the moment. Right. And depending on the particular channel, uh, they reach somewhere between 80... 80 and uh, 200 million people, depending on the particular channel, uh, and but it's interesting. This this will give this will give you an idea about how dispersed the population is. Mm. Uh, t v which is uh, one of the free to airs, uh, has seven TV towers, right, and reaches about 80 million people. Yeah, uh, Metro TV has 48. Towers mm-hmm. and reaches 185 million. Wow. So you can see there's been 7 to 48 already. And mm. um, TVRI has 400 towers yep. and reaches 205 million. Which must be pretty much everybody. Which is pretty close. So yeah. another 20 million people for another uh, what 350 towers in order yeah. to cover that. I think REI is the,
1: kind of, it's the government one or something, I think.
0: But mm. and that, that wouldn't make sense. That is yeah. the biggest coverage. Um, so... You know, pay TV. Uh, you know, the the number of pay TV homes in Indonesia at the moment is about two hundred and eighty uh, four thousand. And two thousand and six was seen as the a really big growth year. It grew mm. grew thirty five percent in that wow. year, uh, mostly because Astro, a newcomer, came into the market. Right, that's the Malaysian DTH bunch, isn't it? Yep. Uh, so there's about four operators there at the moment. And um, so with the introduction of Astro, everyone kind of picked up their game a bit. They started right. dropping prices because the prices were quite expensive for installations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so made it uh, more affordable. There's about 230 million people in Indonesia and Isn't about 53.5 million households. That's what, 0.1%? Uh, so it's, just, yeah. P- uh, Authorized right. pay TV makes up 0.6%. Well, yeah. uh, cable and satellite together makes up 1.2%. Right, but they have room for growth there. <laughs> that's exactly right. So half the people aren't even getting authorised uh, pay TV. So they're so They're getting a the service, it. but they're not paying. But even TV penetration is only about 75% of the population. Okay. So it gives you some idea of the challenges there, but with a population so large, there's certainly room for growth. Um, and the study reckons that uh, if you brought the price of a basic TV tier package to about $5.49 US, mm. uh, you'd get about 12.5 million households happy to subscribe. <coughs> Excuse me. Well,
1: <laughs> that's not bad. I mean, that's similar to Indian levels, I think.
0: Right. So the difficulty there is whilst you get a lot of households, it's still only yeah. 5 bucks a month you're getting to cover the cost of all the programming for mm. your basic tier. So I guess
1: that's the market forces. Interesting. Interesting stuff. So um, moving on to our content sort of delivery kind of stuff we've got a, a few things more about drm and I this content delivery tends to focus more i guess on drm microsoft launched uh the this is i guess from the uh 3gsm show they've launched a a new uh consumer based DRM which they've called play ready which i guess adds on to the zune thing and the plays for sure okay. thing and the windows media player thing this is supposed to be a superset apparently Mm -hmm. and will enable people to do subscription, rental, pay-per-view, preview, and super distribution, Um, which means basically you get some content, you think it's cool, and you send it to your mates. But they also have to pay if they want to watch
0: it. Right. Okay, um, so it's quite flexible in the sort of things that it can do.
1: uh, Allegedly, yeah. So um, it's supposed to be compatible with all the other um, parts there, but it is really focused, I believe, at the mobile standard. Um, And also we saw another thing to me about uh, maybe SIM cards also having lots of built-in memory. Mm, so no, 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 no. I mean, which, some of the
0: stuff coming out of 3GSM is the uh, the fact that they're looking at SIM cards now called Super SIMs,
1: which have a gigabytes of memory on in the same form Fantastic. factor as today's micro yeah. SIMs in GSM phones. So, I guess then you could basically have any phone you yeah. could, as long as it's got the right pinouts and things, so you could use mm. that as as mm. memory. So.
0: I mean, that's uh, I think that'd be quite exciting because all of all the extra memory in phones for a long time has been in either. Micro yeah. SD or what have you got
1: in your phone? I've got uh,
0: got micro SD in memory, mine. memory stick duo, obviously, with the yeah, Sony, Ericsson Sony Ericsson phone. phone. So there we go. Um, it'd be nice to have it in your sim, and you could you could move it from phone to phone then without having to, yeah. But then if you lose your phone, you normally that's well, you still lose your memory, you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: happens to us all. Um, we also uh, got some I think we talked last time about maybe some cracks that were appearing in literally cracks in the um encryption system for Blu-ray and HD DVD mm. um, still more noise flying around about that about basically the system's kind of fundamentally flawed and I think some of the region keys were so easy to find that they were encoded as just like a date a standard oh, really? date format so you could just search for the date the movie was released and you'd right. be able to find a bit of code with the key in Right. and of course being an open format
0: yeah the, the, the standards are published, so once you yeah. know how it works um mm-hmm. and
1: uh, I think they they still have this opportunity potentially to uh, revoke keys mm-hmm. but that would mean a lot of players just wouldn't work so yeah. it seems i mean is is the genie out of the bottle I don't know,
0: and there seems to be some debate about whether it what it well the general impression I get from from reading about this is that the the door seems to be opening a little wider right um there's not a flood yet, but um, there's been some claims that now we have these keys you can decrypt any disk and that's that's not the case. You need more yeah. information than just those particular keys. But yeah. um, certainly... You know, I'm surprised they've got this far. I mean, AACS was, uh, you know, debated long and hard before Blu-ray mm-hmm. came out. It's one of the reasons Blu-ray and HD DVD were delayed because people wanted to get it right in the first place. Indeed. It's, it's, uh, you know, a shame for... But a, they're
1: not hacking, again, they're not hacking through the algorithm here. No, they the encryption the algorithms the, themselves the, are fine. the key ladder, the, the, yeah. the hierarchical keys. They're trying to find one which they can decode stuff. So that's quite interesting about the, the hacking stuff. Um, now, IPTV was a bit thin on the ground. And generally, IPTV, I think looking back over the last 33 episodes, we don't tend to get much on IPTV, do we? No, and it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people.
0: We have kind of shied away from saying, you know, Company X has announced that it will be working with Company Y to deploy something somewhere. There's
1: all sorts of things going on. A bit of the Microsoft stuff, we've talked about that. Um, Basically, I I stumbled across a new um, service called Stumble TV, (laughs) funnily enough, (laughs) Um, which actually, because I've I've recently... um, got into the Wii thing i just got a Wii last weekend so mm-hmm. basically and i think you told me about this this opera browser for the Wii. Mm-hmm. i downloaded that and you mentioned you'd watch some youtube stuff yeah i was on the opera surprised browser that thing. it did flash so it yeah did and it works it and, um but it is a trial the opera thing is a trial thing on the Wii. Mm, so like can trial you can get a more advanced yeah. version eventually if you pay but yeah you go to the funny. Wii shop and you can download a free version of opera to see what it's like but this stumble mm-hmm. tv essentially is a web page you enter it in and it and it provides a Unfortunately, I don't know if you've seen it. You don't get a full screen thing on the Wii. You still get that no, huge bar at the bottom, bottom which is, is a real pain. Doesn't auto hide or anything. But um, Simple TV basically is a is a UI for YouTube.
0: Okay, so it's a front end for YouTube. The front end a for days. YouTube, <laughs> and
1: you can so it uses YouTube assets, but you can vote with a thumbs up and thumbs down. Okay, TiVo-esque, I suppose, mm-hmm. on the content. And I don't know if it might it grabs your profile, maybe from your me or mm-hmm. something, and then you can. Then you can see other people who also
0: liked it. All oh, right, so you actually get some. If you sort of log TV in, and, yeah, or
1: you log in or you register, and then you get more community right. on top of on top of that. So it's right. it's really, and I'm sure there are lots of other sort of copycat things which really are just taking YouTube content and just presenting mm. it. Then you've got you just literally are a portal on YouTube. Mm. So obviously that, unless they start splicing ads into the actual content, you're removing any ads around the outside yeah, and selling real. your own ads. I don't <laughs> know how quasi-illegal that is but there's kind of ip um and you know it's well, funny definitely. to watch the amusing clips that we we saw uh, this <laughs> morning the guy pulling down the uh, the jenga block tower yes but, uh, was very funny. Funny. all these kind of things but um w- worth a look if you've got a wee open your opera browser go to stumble tv experience a bit it's of ip and Dumbled. let us know TV, it. Isn't it? Okay. feedback on the on what you thought about stumble.tv there we go um mobile a lot of News uh, flying around again on the wires because it's this 3GSM thing down in mm-hmm. Barcelona, I think it is. That's right. So what's, what kind of news have we got
0: there, Ian? Well, we've got a few things. Uh, some news in terms of uh, deployment of mobile TV. Uh, AT&T has selected Mediaflow, uh from Qualcomm to do their TV service. Interestingly enough, I mean, this is, this is fairly common in the US. They don't tend to like standards that everyone else has invented. They'd much rather... Yeah. Well, Qualcomm's,
1: uh, a, I mean, MediaFlow's like proprietary Qualcomm, as far mm-hmm. as I understand, whereas there's DVBH and DMBT, which are kind of competing standards, I guess. Yeah,
0: competing standards, but I mean, DB, the, uh, the DVB group has uh, worked very hard to try and keep everyone's interests mm-hmm. at heart in and, and defining things like DVBH, uh, but uh, it seems most of the US uh, TV well, the operators TV are, operators are going with Qualcomm.
1: I've heard, I mean, I heard some reports, they did some trials, that it's actually a pretty good system. I mean, hmm. um, for mobile reception and maybe better data throughputs or something. But I guess it does rely yep. on CDMA. I don't know, and it meshes across quite well across the US networks, which aren't yeah. so reliant on um, GSM. Hmm. And obviously there's not much, there's no DVB infrastructure there. Correct. But it's probably not, you know, a, a bad choice for them. I'm sure.
0: No, I mean, uh, given that Qualcomm invented CDMA, I mean they're the yes. company that created <laughs> it in the first place. And any CDMA phone you have, you pay uh, mm. a, a licensing fee for every phone to Qualcomm, which is why they're uh, mm. one of the most loved and hated companies on the planet because for the <laughs> the, mo- the mobile manufacturers are uh, rather frustrated that every phone has a Qualcomm tax that they make for CDMA. Right, it's very high apparently from, compared to other standards. Like but I think G- G-
1: uh, GSM is similar. There's quite a big rights bundle that goes on there there is absolutely
0: um, um but qualcomm have it all to themselves so <laughs> you so i mean it makes sense if they've invented cdma and they've got a uh, this media flow uh, system which allows for uh, video broadcast you'd assume that uh, they would be a good candidate for putting something together that worked you know really well the only pro- the other problem with dvbh is it's based on ip so the unfortunate about the standard at the moment is you've got uh, you've got video encoded in ip encoded in uh, mobile packets mm. so there's a lot of redundant data there so it's actually not very efficient in terms of getting right. data to the phone whereas i expect that uh, if you know cdma inside out you could make a system that was less dependent yeah, optimized on, yeah,
1: yeah on enveloping also there's been a lot of news at uh, 3gsm about or reaction not news as opposed to iPhone clearly Apple isn't there Yep. but everyone's saying iPhone you know we've got something which is bigger better faster more Mm -hmm. they copied us you know (laughs) all this kind of stuff a bit more Apple
0: fanboy news for me later on actually (laughs) but uh, um. I think Apple was smart in uh, announcing their iPhone when they did even though Mm. it was six months early mostly because all these phones were obviously coming up the line Mm. Uh, 3DSM is pretty much when all the new cool phones get announced so they, they got the drop to on before, them and yeah. they announced. And the it. Same, everyone else was like they're copying the iPhone as opposed to the iPhone being a copy of all the other things yeah, that are out there yeah. already.
1: But I mean it's some interesting stuff coming out of there. Basically, it seems to be more megapixels in your phone, thinner mm-hmm. um touchscreens obviously becoming more Big prevalent. Thing, yeah. Um so there were some people announcing um new uh, music download services and things like that.
0: Yeah. Um, you picked up a story about liquid lenses. You thought you <laughs> yeah, thought that so. was new. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> well, the, they've demonstrated liquid lenses a little while ago, but it's the first time they've actually implemented a liquid lens in a camera module. Right. Uh, so this company, optic. I'm convinced there's one in my phone. <laughs> I think it's mechanical. You'll find. <laughs> uh, whereas this company uses uh, oil and water and uh, applying a voltage to uh, this system to actually create... Basically a little lens. water drop, isn't it? That a makes a up, yeah.
1: which makes a lens and it's faster, it's got better focal lengths and
0: more reliable, da yeah. da da. So that sounds cool. So what that means is I mean the the problem with phones is that they're obviously trying to get thinner. Mm. Whereas for a lens you need as much distance as possible. Yeah. Uh, so if this can achieve the same thing with less distance in there, less less size. less, less the lens. elements, I suppose, because yeah. you need to
1: have for telephone you need more elements in your yeah. lens, too not you? So, because it's then, a single uh, element, like more like an eye, I suppose.
0: True. Then you'll end up with a phone that's thinner with better quality pictures because, let's face it, the picture quality from camera phones... <laughs> Do you use the camera really on your dirty. phone a lot? I use it quite regularly and I'm always disappointed. It's a three megapixel camera. You've got a three, so three mega megapixel, on there, have you? Wow. But it's not... Uh, you know, it's not the problem with the pixels. Mm. You can have a billion pixels, but... The lens combined with... Um, Got a lot of distortion and things around Yeah, it. and the sensitivity
1: yeah. to the... It's very light-insensitive. By the end of the day, I mean, the aperture is my minuscule. Yeah, it's um, a tiny little
0: thing. So how much light can you get in there? Not much. Yeah,
1: not much, indeed. So, uh, have you got a flash on yours as well?
0: It has, what you'd, it has a bright right. LED, which reports to be a flash. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a light right.
1: rather than LED. Yes, ears, exactly. That's really so, it's pretty
0: handy if you want to hear in the dark, you can turn the flash on. Yeah, I mean, I, I use point. my phone as a torch, then actually, when go. I'm walking to the pub at night
1: <laughs> quite frequently. Um, exactly. <clears> to get back from that. But, so, okay, so mobile
0: news. Um, yeah, Samsung released a whole bunch of thinner phones, yeah. which is annoying because mine used to be the thinnest slider phone in the world, and now... It's looking it's, like a clunky fat phone it's now. It's looking like a very fat phone. So, never yeah. mind. It's the way it goes. That's the way it is.
1: Um, games. Um, hmm. Well, the big news is I've got a Wii. You have a Wii, Clearly. finally. <laughs> have a Wii. So, obviously, they're getting into the supply chain now. I didn't try hard to get a Wii or anything. I just. So, up and there was. Well actually it kind of relates to that. I went down to Southampton which is the nearest sort of big shopping mall I've been, I don't go shopping there often but <laughs> being an Apple fanboy as I said they were mm-hmm. opening this Apple store down there and if an Apple spent an
0: it, Apple store opening in it Southampton yeah, it's, it's
1: opened already it opened wow. in Southampton in this in this big shopping mall called West Key which I'd never been to before either Right. so I thought I'd go along and you know, there'd be me and the other Apple fanboy waiting outside. <laughs> and they were going to—they were giving away free t-shirts. Standard thing, apparently. They gave away like a thousand t-shirts. Right. But uh, so you took away you
0: know, 500 t-shirts? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you'd like to think so. <laughs> but in, the reality was, and I thought I'd get there 15 minutes before it opens. Right. But I got there. There was a queue... Literally Tears. over probably a thousand people in this queue. Oh my goodness. And so I was, my wife dragged me around some other shops, came back and there's still a thousand people in the queue and all the staff wow. are happy clapping and high-fiving everyone that come in and, Absolutely, I'm um, impressed. Absolutely I mean, loaded. So it shows not, what the British public will do for for a free T-shirt.
0: Because <laughs> clearly they couldn't have
1: been Apple people, could they? In
0: This is not like the middle of London. This is like no you know, in, in the, the in the provinces. That's right.
1: Yeah. Wow,
0: <laughs> you travelled on a train to
1: be here today. So I mean, that was quite interesting. So I think there's maybe some resurgence in the the uh, Apple community. Admittedly, a lot of them were off to the free T-shirt and just had iPods and stuff. So,
0: but still, that's and when I heard as well this week, they're opening a whole bunch of new Apple stores in Australia. Really? And again, a similar sort of reaction. It wasn't is a particularly
1: expected. big store either. I mean, it was, seemed just like a regular right. store in a shopping mall. Um, anyway, what I did is I, I went out and I, I uh, went to so just dropped into like a game shop and said, You've know, you got any mm-hmm. Wii's? And they said, Oh, we've got like six coming in this morning and there's only right. three people in the queue. You can wait there. And I went, I'm not interested in that. Um, <laughs> but I have. I, I told you the other week I won this PlayStation 2. Yes. But I fancied having a go at Guitar Hero because mm-hmm. I'd heard it was quite a cool game so I was going to go and get Guitar Hero so I mm-hmm. went into this other shop and they had this big sign. I said we've got Wii's so I thought mm. so from going from zero games consoles <laughs> I've gone to two um, in the space of ten minutes then I've got what is it Smooth Moves um, mm-hmm. and um, the swordy fighty one you've got Zelda Zelda right yep so uh, I've had a little go of that and it is quite uh, it's quite bizarre I must admit the whole Wii mm-hmm. kind of experience mm-hmm. I think I need to get it on my big Big sort of hundred inch display thing, but um, Guitar Hero has that point at the moment. <laughs> and my wife's got interested, she wasn't that keen on the Wii Sports, mm-hmm. and that she's not a gamer at all. Mm-hmm. But you know, I can't pry that uh, Guitar Hero guitar out of her hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's got cool, right? a whole
0: alternative controller. It's just,
1: theme. I guess, it's the genre, I suppose, because yeah. it is, it very is musical, sort of. musically playing and stuff mm. like that. So, um, very cool. And I've, they, they launched this voting channel on Wii as well. The, v, yeah, the no, Wii channel thing is a bit weird where you go, to, you go online to a shoppy thing. You have to also have a Wi Fi network. You do. Yeah. Um, which I have, obviously. But um, it's, the interface is a bit clunky, I think.
0: I, mean, it's, I think it's a bit slow in some cases yeah. in the shop. And my area. wife said,
1: oh, it looks like a kid's game. <laughs> Which is kind of true. Well, <laughs> I'm getting the the RGB thing, so I can do the 480p as well. So maybe right, that'll spruce it up a bit.
0: But It does have you know big buttons and things because yeah. it's a um, television. It's not meant to be
1: a. But it's got device. Dolby Pro Logic. It hasn't got like surround mm. sound. It has. It's just got just the, the mm. surround two channel surround rather than five point one. Yep. So it's. it's
0: uh, what I think's uh, interesting about the Wii is I had a greater expectation there would be more in the way of. Kind of online play, mm. I mean, the whole Wii thing, the whole kind there of is no online whole, play, right? There is yeah, no. there's no online play for any of the games.
1: You can just download uh, legacy titles like carts and things like yep. that. Kind and of. you
0: can play multiplayer on the console, but there's no kind of connectivity, which is surprising a little bit, I think. And the, the voting app that you get now, it lasts it asks yeah. kind of fairly inane questions, but I expect they'll get. I submitted a anytime. question. Yeah, what, what question did well, you? Well, I answer? was
1: with my environmental lobbyist hat on, I said, you know, do you believe in climate change? Yes, no. Really? There's a question like that? Was, well, I put it up. I, you can, oh, t- right. you can suggest yes a question. question, right? but you can okay. only just basically say, you can ask a question and ask one or two answers and you can type in yes or no, or you can put in maybe yes or no. But it was things like, do you prefer cats or dogs?
0: Yes. But what I think would be interesting is that you. I expect once some of the polls have closed, you'll be able to see what the results are for different people Yeah, well, if you vote world. it,
1: then emails you a it emails you the result of the vote, apparently. Right, okay. And I got emailed to, to be told about it on my console as well. Yes. So... And you told me that when the blue lights flashing, you've got a message. Yeah, that was bizarre. Very cool. It's it's interesting, but I guess I'm just a game newbie. So I mean, um, I'll I'll let you know how. Again, I've ordered another controller for Guitar Hero, so I can jam with my wife. (laughs) That's very cute. Um, But that's quite cool. Um, You had a game kind of related story about uh, a new download service for games in the UK from the
0: Virgin Empire. That's right. Richard Branson says that he's going to create the iTunes equivalent for PC games, uh, which purports to uh, be able to wander around in a three D virtual world and purchase games in this virtual world, and uh, it's like Second Life games for, <laughs> for gaming. I don't, but I can't know, believe he's uh, going to
1: develop it. Presumably, he's just going to put a Virgin skin on yeah, it, so to speak. Yeah. So, and there's quite a few out there already that are doing I mean, this even kind of Steam, Which yeah. uh,
0: is the th- the uh, product that comes with uh like, rag doll Kung kung Food and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, has a shop in built and you can buy games there and it downloads mm. and you play but them. I like guess a,
1: and we, I've seen a few other companies that are doing they'll do white label services so if Virgin wants to slap their brand on it okay. no problem. Um, was this yeah. linked in with the Virgin Media kind of thing or the... No. no, no just a separate just a separate, separate thing. thing. Maybe think, Richard Branson has just decided oh people are playing games I should
0: do something about that. Um, no it seems an odd kind of step to make really because... Yeah. And it's going to be called a Awomo. Wait a minute, A world of my own. There we go. Which. Uh, I'm trying to tap into the whole community type thing. Maybe. And Koch Media, or Koch Media, has already pledged to support whoever mm. they are. But unless they get some good game houses like mm. know, Electronic Arts or Ubisoft. Or
1: yeah. Oh, I did notice Apple again, on. I think, released, uh, released a few more games on the iPod as well. Oh, cool. I'll like it's Sudoku and things like that. Were they already there? Were I they? Think
0: Sudoku's been there for a little while. Yeah,
1: but they seem to have like 12 games, and then my mm. iTunes store said, new games.
0: Cool. I'll well, so have to check them out. Um, I've pretty much played you know a couple of levels of Pac-Man, and that's all you all you've ever really need to do.
1: <laughs> that's how much... It's whether you've got the time to do it. I mean, a lot of people, all these things. I mean, when you have the time to do it, you don't have
0: much more time. Know. Like, that's the problem. You We've got know. all these things that can entertain us and Not play games no. and watch media, but... It's amazing,
1: and I guess talking of games, we did have a competition last week, didn't we?
0: We did indeed, and And, uh, the uh, Happy Feet hack goes to...
1: Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Fisher, I think, is the... Rob Fisher from the UK. In the UK, who um, must have been listening as we recorded it. (laughs) (laughs) Very quickly. He was very, very quick. Quickly. Um, So he, he was the first one past the post, so he is the lucky recipient of the Happy Feet PS2 game and the Snow Globe.
0: Excellent. So Rob, that's on its way to you
1: brilliant brilliant and uh, as always if you have any other tips tricks or you think we've spotted our deliberate mistake do drop us an email at feedback at onthecouch.podcast.com and I think that's probably wraps it up for the day doesn't it
0: I think it does it does and maybe next week we'll have some more uh, see if we can get some more information on the trends that come out of 3 dsm um, in terms of technology as opposed to just the phones there have been a lot of phone announcements but you know
1: yeah and my, maybe my Apple TV will arrive next week as well,
0: well when's it meant to arrive it to be the 20th isn't it 25th, well
1: yeah so maybe this time next week cool we'll yeah. we
0: get some feedback on that
1: but uh, don't hold your breath <laughs> <laughs> okay All thanks right. for listening everybody it's goodbye from me James and goodbye from Ian have a great week